Hello, it's Monday, September 20th. Welcome to Market Color. I'm Bergen Sanderford with Crosstower. As we head into this week, we have a lot going on. We'll be bringing you the latest headlines and market trends. We'll also be sharing what our Crosstower team will be doing this week. Let's start by bringing in our research analyst, Martin Gaspar, with today's headlines. Hi, Bergen. Alabama security regulators have issued a show cause order on Thursday to Celsius. Regulators are seeking an explanation from Celsius regarding why its offerings don't constitute the sale of securities under state law. Both Texas and New Jersey state regulators also announced similar findings on Friday. New Jersey filing a cease and desist and Texas announcing it would hold a hearing in February to determine if a cease and desist should be ordered. On Friday, Bloomberg reported that U.S. officials are investigating whether Binance or its staff profited by taking advantage of their customers. Citing anonymous sources, Bloomberg reported that U.S. officials, including the CFTC, are investigating the exchange operator for potential insider trading and market manipulation. On the DeFi front, Binance Smart Chain-based cross-chain competitive Compatibility platform P Network has been hacked with a reported loss of roughly 12.7 million uh, worth of BTC. A Twitter thread published by P Network stated the attack resulted in 277 P BTC being stolen, the majority of the network's collateral. The attack was executed by exploding a bug in its code, which P Network are in the process of fixing. Network also offered for the hacker to keep 11.5% of the stolen funds if they return the funds. And finally, decentralized exchange DYDX has surpassed Uniswap in terms of trading volume with a reported 1.3 billion traded on September 17th. Thank you, Martin. Joining us now is our head of trading, Chad Steinglass. Chad, what are you seeing in the markets this morning? Good morning, Bergen. It is uh, right across the board in markets this morning. Um, you know, uh, crypto traded relatively strongly and relatively well over the weekend. However, as soon as uh, equity markets and regular macro, other macro risk markets started opening up last night, uh, we started to see a pretty severe risk off um, selling, selling pressure. Uh, really a continuation, started out as a continuation from uh, Friday's U.S. markets where the S&P closed below the 50-day uh, moving average for the first time since July, um, but uh, conflated by worries of uh, contagion risk from Evergrande, the uh, property developer in China uh, that has a bond payment coming up on Thursday that looks like they'll miss. Uh, Chinese and Japanese markets were closed last night for a holiday. Uh, however, the Hong Kong market was open and a lot of Chinese names trade in Hong Kong. Uh, Hong Kong started selling off right at the beginning of their session, uh, and crypto held pretty firm through the first uh, 30 or 40 minutes of that, the first like kind of 2% down. But then once Hong Kong broke below 2.5% down and started looking at 3 and 4% down, uh, then that kind of just panic sell everything mentality spilled over to everything. And then that kind of just started the, uh, the floodgates for crypto as well. This morning, we're looking at um, you know BTC and the uh, forty-three thousand range right now, but you know this is a this is a quickly uh, quickly moving market. So by the time you're uh, you're viewing this, 
might be very different. Uh, eighth around 3,000, uh, marking about 10% pullbacks from Friday levels. I, we're going to see if the when the U.S. markets, if that if they come in and offer some stability. Um, you know, the uh, the selling's been mostly uh, focused around uh, around China and Evergrande. Uh, however, there are some uh, some events coming up this week. Everyone's looking at the Fed meeting on Wednesday for any uh, guidance on on tapering, and that might have an effect on the dollar. Uh, and interest rates, which will definitely have some read through into crypto. Um, and there's also a lot of talk about the U.S. debt ceiling, which we're, which we're uh, fast approaching and will need to be raised uh, you know, by the end of the month or sometime in early October. Uh, these are two things that have you know, a, a very direct read in through to crypto as they, as they imply you know, a, a lot about what, uh, what the path of the U.S. dollar is going to be. Uh, so overall, there's really there's a there's a lot of fear in the market right now. Um, there's a lot of hedging, uh, a lot of just just people making sure they're not um, you know carrying too much risk. Uh, but there's also the possibility for some dip buying uh, once the U.S. markets open. So well, we'll be watching. It's going to be an interesting day. Back to you. Thank you, Chad. Now with more headlines is Cross Towers, Catherine Webb. Thank you, Bergen. The Wall Street Journal has reported that the Joe Biden administration is planning on taking actions to mitigate ransomware attacks with a focus on payments. It was reported that the Treasury Department will announce these actions this week. The article said that the sanctions will signal out specific targets and not the whole crypto industry as a whole, as well as reporting that additional anti-money laundering regulations will take effect that will bar crypto payments for illegal uses such as paying for ransom. Crypto lobbying group Proof of State Alliance have published a new report which calls attention to a provision in the infrastructure bill that could impose new surveillance and reporting requirements on peer-to-peer -peer crypto transactions. Violations of this provision, which is tax code section 60501, are federalies by law and uh, the law will require recipients of transactions over $10,000 to verify the sender's personal information and record their social security number, the nature of the transaction and other information and report all the transactional information to the government within 15 days. This group is calling um, for this mandate to be struck from the infrastructure bill, calling it intrusive and overboard. Um, next up, moving on to some merger news, uh, Back Holdings and BPC Impact Acquisitions Holdings have received approval from the SEC to complete their merger and push forward with plans to operate as a single publicly traded entity. Uh, VPC Impact Acquisition Holdings shareholders are meeting to approve the merger on the 14th of October. Um, just some funding news coming up next. New York Dig, that's a Bitcoin fund LP, which made its first sale in July of 2019, has raised a total of 16.95 million from 121 investors, according to an SEC filing. And finally, the El Salvador president announced on Twitter that he's bought another 150 bitcoins this morning as the price of BTC dipped. So El Salvador now owns 700 bitcoins in total. And that's all the news I have. I'll pass you back to Bergen. Have a nice day, everyone. Thank you, Catherine. Now let's go back to Martin to hear the Twitter breakdown. Yeah, on crypto Twitter, I've uh, seen a lot of buzz around Missouri's mainnet 
uh, conference in New York this week, which is running from September 20th today to September 22nd. So gonna be something to keep an eye on if we hear any announcement uh, from the speakers there. Also a lot of posts about the sell-off this morning uh, could partially be leverage driven with approximately 1 billion of liquidations in the last 24 hours, according to data from BYBT. And finally, there's been some discussions about SushiSwap as its co-founder, OX Mackey, uh, has stepped down from day-to-day -day operations uh, and is now in, in a more advisor type of position. So some posts about what that means for the future of SushiSwap there. And uh, yeah, it's really the main things I'm seeing. I'll pass it back to you, Bergen. Thank you, Martin. Um, our Crosshair team has a big week ahead. Our co-founder and president, Kristen Boggiano, will be speaking at the MFA Digital Assets event on the 21st, talking about DeFi. Then on Wednesday, the 22nd, Kristen will be taking part in a virtual panel at the OECD Blockchain Policy Forum, talking about ECG for the ecosystem. Look more for um, look for more on our LinkedIn and Twitter feeds. That wraps up this episode of Market Color. We'll be back Wednesday with more news and updates. Have a great week, everyone.